Hey everybody, this is JR Bell with I Got Your Six Podcast. In this episode, we are out and about mobile, out in the scenery, out in God's land, God's country, for those who believe in God. And if you're anyone else, I'm out here with the Creator, Mother Earth, Naya, Mother Earth, Gaia. And for all you other people out there, I'm just out and about walking because I like to be out in nature. And this episode of this podcast is a series that's going to be a part of the Red Pill University. This is a a designed pill for all those people who are in the know of the Red Pill. For those of you who don't know what a Red Pill is, the difference is the Red Pill and Blue Pill. Red Pill means you are an alpha male. Blue Pill means you are a beta male. That's what that means. It just means a simple method of what we as people call high-value men, high-value women. Red pill could be a man or a woman. That's basically what it is. You're in the background, you probably hear cars driving by. That's because I'm out near where cars go by because I like the sounds because it reminds me of a way of getting touch and reminds me of me being home in the Midwest from a big major city, metropolis city, Kansas City to be exact. That's just the way I look. I like the sounds of cars and stuff. You know, because when you live in an area that doesn't have many cars, you got to go to an area where you can hear the sounds to get close in touch with nature. And that's basically what that is. So, let's begin. This is the series of a red pill. Now, for a lot of you out there who are listening out here, you need to understand some things. People all, a lot of these people that I see that are on YouTube, TikTok, that they just, they talk so much stuff about men. And, and they talk so much of value saying that men are worthless, you need to get a man with lots of money so that you don't have to. No, that's not what it is. What it is is this, men, young men, old men, Middle-aged men, doesn't matter. You're a man, you're a man. You're a boy, you're a boy. Try not to be a boy, try to be a man. Let me, let me give you an example. I'm a red pill because I have value. I have worth. My self-worth, my values, my unity, my convictions make me a red pill. I don't have to be an ass. I don't have to be, excuse my language, I don't have to be an ass to be a red pill. I'm just who I am. I'm a very honest, earnest person. I do things differently. My work ethics are different. Good example. Here's an, here's an analogy. You wake up in the morning or the afternoon or the evening, depending on what shift you work. That's why I say that. And that tells you things. Good example. If I know, if I know that, let's say, I don't have a car and I rely on mass transit, or I have to ride a bike, or I have to get a ride from someone. And, and you, if you have to get a ride with someone who's getting you to work, and that person doesn't show up, guess what? You're not at work. So, the, so what you need to do is this, because you are value. You need to prioritize yourself. So your worth is value. My time is value. My life is value. I had a now this is what you call I say this is I always have this in my podcast story time 
Now this one is story time. I remember once I was out and about somewhere with some associates, acquaintances. They not like my friends. They were just guys that I hung around with. And this girl, this, this lady, not a girl, this lady came up and we were all there and she was sitting there and she said this, we was at a club. She said, which one of you boys gonna buy me a drink? First thing she said, boys, gonna buy me, me a drink. Because whoever buys me a drink, I will spend my time with you. Those guys that were with me all jumped, trying to fight who's going to buy her a drink. I didn't do that. Because I don't do that. It's not my nature. Yeah, you can call that a lost cause or whatever. I don't do that. That's when I was younger. I didn't do that. That's when I just got out of the military. That's when I was younger. Well, I I wasn't in the military. I was out of the military. I had this mindset when I was younger. Because my dad taught me that. My dad told me these values and stuff. So, I got out. I sat there. I just... I ignored her because I felt that I really just didn't, didn't see the, the point because I brought a certain amount of money with me and that was for me to get a drink. I ignored the woman. Every other guy was buying her drinks. She moved on to the, she got everybody in there to buy her drinks. She come to me and she says, aren't you gonna buy me a drink? I says, oh, I'm terribly sorry. I can't do that. She says, why? I said, because my priorities are different. I don't buy women drinks. She says, why is that? I said, at that time I was young and I said, because I'm husband material. I'm not boyfriend material. And she looked at me and she looked and I, and I said it to her with a, with a dead look. Like, I'm serious. Ooh, nice. Nice fifth wheel. Yeah, fifth wheel rolled by. And so she looked at me like, what? She got mad at me. Come on, oh, well, you, you ugly. You got terrible teeth. You know what I told her? I do. I bet I do. I bet I do. And you say I'm ugly? I bet I am ugly. I will, I'm not going to deny that. I would not deny whatever you feel and whatever you say that I am. Hey, to each his own. If you think I'm ugly, hey. I'm ugly. That's your choice to think that I'm ugly. But if you, you know, would I say that you're ugly? Uh, no. But I will say one thing. I looked at her in her face and she did have one. I wasn't joking. I said, but you do have a pimple right here. She said, no, um, take a look. She went to the bathroom, looked in the mirror, and she came out. So what if I got a goddamn pimple? I'm still desirable. In order to get my cookie, y'all gonna have to pay. I said, can't do that. Because I don't pay for sex. Sorry. Like I said, I'm husband material. And I walked away. And I said, I'm not going to disrespect you. But I'm husband material. So I'm going to remove myself. And I removed myself. Ignored the woman. The whole night. She was over there talking bad about me. To her girlfriends. I didn't care. It's not my thing. But it made her mad because I wouldn't give her the inkling of time. All the other guys. Oh yeah. They spent time with her. They broke. One dude literally 
his credit card, his bank card was smoking because she said, just put it on the tab and leave it in your card. He's like, okay, okay. So he was a blue pill. Buddy of mine that I was with, he was a red pill, but he became a purple pill. A little red, a little blue. But when that girl came along, he was blue all the way. Blue, blue. Not me. I stayed red. But nevertheless, my favorite color is green. And I like green crayons. That's a marine joke for all you military people. Yeah. And I do, if you was in the army, yeah. You understand. Marines understand that. Army and everyone else, if you're not in the military, you wouldn't understand why do I say I like green crayons. Why do I like crayons? Some people like red crayons. Well, I like the red pill. That's, not, that's me. So now, that's what I want you to understand. So, that whole night, I got up, I left. See, in the club, they have a two-drink minimum. My first drink, I had a rum and coke. And I drunk that. My second drink, I had a plain coke. And the rest of the night, I just drunk nothing but coke all night long. I drunk coke all night long. That's all I had was coke. Because I wasn't trying to drive and I don't drink and drive. And I had my car at the time, so I didn't drink and drive. Them guys were two sheets of the wind, drunk, trying to get into this girl's cookie. You know what she did? Her supposedly not having a boyfriend showed up. She left with him, her man. But she said she didn't have a man the whole night. All she said, I don't have a man. Blah, 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 blah. And one thing led to another. This guy comes in and she goes, honey. He goes, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm out with girls. Oh, okay. And she said, he said, let's go. She left. Now, here's the thing. You need to understand something. That woman right there was just playing those guys. I knew it. Because like I told her, don't hate the, don't hate the game. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. And if the game's played right, you just got got. And I'm the winner. Because I'm the coach. I created most plays because my dad taught me how to create those games. My dad taught me how to be a high-value man. My dad said, allow me, to tell, allow me to explain something to you, son. Here's what he said. It doesn't matter what job you have. You can have a job. Oh, nice truck. Truck just went by. You can have a job. It doesn't matter that you have a job. You have any job. It doesn't matter if it's a minimum wage job. You have a job. So that means you have some value. You may not have a lot of value to some women, but you have some value. Always remember this. Have value. Have goals. Achieve your goals and values in life. Basically what he told me was, just because you're working at a minimum wage job, we'll use this example because at the time, no, I'll use my job. At the time I was a waiter and I made $1.25 an hour. That's minimum plus tip, including tip that makes minimum. I had a really good job and a nice upscale, nice high, high, high impact upscale restaurant, high value restaurant. And I was, and I was there every day. I was there on time every day. Never was late. I remember many a times I, I was out of gas. I remember one time I was out of gas. This is, yeah, this is still part of story time. One time I was out of gas. I had just, cause um, I had went and I had went and kicked it, went out and party, a little too hard, 
forgot about putting gas in my car. And I was spending drinks on the boys. Because you do that. When you got your boys with you, that you hang with, everybody, y'all all spend on each other. You don't just buy just for you and no one else. Because you know, when you don't have the money, they got you. So it's vice versa. So that time I had the money, they didn't. So I bought all of them drinks the whole night because they did that to me. That was value. That's how you do things like that. See, guys have an understanding written rule. Here's another thing you need to understand. That was it, right there. That's it on that story time. That girl, yeah. You guys learned a valuable lesson. They asked me why didn't the next day I met him at work, because we all work at the same restaurant. One guy asked me, he says, hey, JR. I was like, yeah, why didn't you buy that girl a drink? I said, did she buy me a drink? Well, no. Well, why not? I'm worth a drink. I'm worth, I got time. My time is valuable. Let me show you something. I'll tell you when I say about time. I also say this in my podcast. Time is money. Money is time. Wasting time, you're wasting my money. And what that means is this. This is what it means. And I stressly mean this. This is what it means. Listen, your value. I told him, listen, my time is valuable. I'm the most expensive person in the world. If you can't afford to spend time with, to spend time with me, you're gonna have to break some bread. And he said, what do you mean? You're gonna break bread. My, my worth is I'm worth a billion. At that time I said, I'm worth a million. Now I'm worth a, I'm worth a billion. Or more now but back then I was like I'm worth a million because million was like a million was like the un- unattainable thing for young young cats like me so that's what it was for me so and I literally said I'm worth a mill and my time is valuable you can't you don't have a mill you can't afford me anyone I don't care whether you're a man or woman, I don't care who you are I'm worth a mill at that time you could say that Nowadays, you got to be careful. And that's how I did everything. So I always say, that's my value. Yeah. Yeah, I'm worth a million. And he was like, what? Yeah. And at that time, I had, I had lived. I lived in a studio apartment. Yeah, I had a studio apartment. Basically, it was like, my studio apartment was more or less... A kitchenette. Yeah, mine was a kitchenette. It was smaller than a studio. That's what it was. And I, I had I paid my rent. My car was my car was mine. I owned it. I bought it cash up. Yeah. Yeah, I bought my car and I paid cash out. You know, one of those. Peter with a heater. It got me back and forth to work. Loved my car. It was a great car. And it was a good car. It was a good car. Yeah. It was a Toyota Tercel. Toyota Tercel, nice one, cream colored, everything was good, you know, it was old, but it was, it was mine, and I had no monthly payments, just my insurance, and I went to a place in Kansas City called Freeway, and called Safeway Insurance, and that was my insurance, which was really good, it's values, I worked every day, I was up, I go home, go to bed, get up, made me a little something to eat, and it started my day. 
I did my day like that every day, ritual, religiously. Yes, I worked hard for what I do, and I put values in everything. By me, I didn't go out like some people will go somewhere, like they say, well, go to the grocery store, you'll meet a woman, you'll meet a woman that you like, or go to the church, you'll meet someone. Well, I go to church, yeah, eh, those are the biggest, excuse my language, freaks you ever meet in church, because they're putting on this facade of being holy and Christianly, but then on Friday night, they're out, let's go kick it. Yeah, they want to go kick it. They want to go kick it. It's Friday night. They want to go party, get drunk, and turn up. And then Sunday, go to church and beg for forgiveness. My Lord, my Lord, I've sinned. Oh, I was kicking it. Oh, I should have done what i done. Yeah. Nah. Me, on the other hand, I go out. I party. I knew what I was going to do. That's my day to release. Kick it on the weekend. Because I worked five days a week. See, at this restaurant... I worked five days a week. On Mondays, I also worked the weekends. I worked the afternoon to the evening on weekends. And on my days off, which is I had weekdays off, Monday was my day off. I had Monday and Tuesday off. Sunday, I was swinging to church with my uniform on. My white, I had my white shirt, black pants, and, and I had a tie on. And that's what I wore to work. Oh, a nice motorcycle. And that's what I wore to work. And I would go from there to work. Put my money in, put my money in the offering plate, and I go straight to work. That's what I did. And I worked hard. I strenuously worked hard every day. I did my thing. I lived. I had good friends. My best friend. She would call me, hey, can you come and get me? I go get her. Because that's my best friend. Now I remember one time my best friend had a boyfriend. Yeah, story, not a story time, but this is, goes along with the red pill. She had a boyfriend. She told her boyfriend that my best friend's coming over. And if he needs to stay tonight, he needs to stay tonight. Well, when the guy came over and he saw who I was, first thing he thought in his head was, he either got to be gay or he's trying to bang my best friend, trying to bang my girl. Well, those two stories were wrong. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to bang my best friend. Nah, not like that. We just been friends for years. I knew her whole family. She knows my whole family. That was what you call, that's a ride or die. That's my ride or die. So after that, I turned around. It got a little late. I looked at my watch and I said, I gotta go. I said, I get up and go to work. It was on my day out. It was like, I had the next day I had to go to work. I said, I gotta go. She said, oh, you can stay tonight. Nah, I'm gonna go home. I got to get up and I got to go to work because I got to get up and get ready to go to work. I don't mess up my routine. She told me, well, call me. I said, I got you. I'll call you. I'll call you. You know, I'll call you. You know, I'll check in on you. So I call her. I always, always leave it at just about one minute. One minute at most. Hey, how you doing? I'm just checking in on you. See, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. So I go, so how's your man doing? She go, why are you asking about him? Just checking. How's he doing? Oh, well, he's good. Okay, good. Well, I got to go. I'm just checking in on you. She was like, oh. You know, one day she asked me. She said, 
Why do you ask about my boyfriend? I said, because that's respect. He was sitting there. She asked me in front of him. Why do you all the time you call? You always ask, how's, how's my boyfriend doing? Well, because that's respect. He's a man. And I'm respecting him that he's with you. So I got to, I know how you are. I'm checking on you, but I'm also checking on him because that's your man. If you're not with him, then I don't ask him. But that's your man. I'm being respectful. Respecting that man. That's a red pill. Now, some people say, oh, no, no, that's a simp. You're simping. No, that's not simping. That's being respectful of that man. So I respected him. Whether he was with her and whatever. They could never say, JR was an ass. Or JR just did whatever he wanted. Oh, I could have. I could have been an, I could have been an alpha on steroids and just did whatever the hell I wanted to do. But I didn't do that. What I did was I respected her man because that's, he's with her. So I never stayed over. I never stayed over, never did anything like that. I could have because she said, you're more than welcome. But I didn't do that. You know, I never did that. So I just had respect for that. That, and that's enough on that. Now, now this right here is going to be some tips. These are things that you need to understand. See, I'm starting off by story time stuff. As this series goes on, it's nothing but red pill stuff. Stuff that you need to understand. So now, now you know how I became this red pill. Some people say, well, hmm, well, well, how much money you make? It's not about the amount of money. It's about the goals, the dreams, the passion that you have. Things that you do for your life. Things that you do to make yourself worthy your value, things that make yourself more worthy to be simple. Look, I'm not, I'm not a boyfriend material. I'm husband material because I will do that role 100%. Clothes I wear, husband clothes. Let me tell you, that's how, that's what it is. See, I'm value. I have value. I have worth and I have good worth. And my worth is worth more than anything yes I have good worth and everything so I know what my worth is I know what my value is and I know what I'm capable of bringing to the table some people say well I am the table see here's the problem I built my own table the object of the game is whether you have to bring a chair to sit at my table because see my table is I built it I heard this thing, here's the thing, I heard this thing, this girl, she was on you, she was on TikTok, but it went on YouTube. A lot of TikTok shorts go on YouTube, and it was YouTube short. This lady says, she said just like this, if a man wants me to cook and clean and do all that housewife shit, excuse my language, stuff, shit, whatever, I'm just going to say it, shit, then he needs to build the house. Well, and here's my thing, lady. I can build a house because I can fix things. Something's broke, I can fix it. That's my thing. Because see, I know how to fix things. I'm one of these guys, I'm Mr. Fixer. Grab me some tools, let's get to fixing. Got a hole in the wall? Let me drywall that wall. Don't call a contractor, let me do it. That's me. Value. Oh, need your light bulbs changed. Oh, your light bulb, I can fix that. Oh, yeah, your sink's clogged. Let me unclog that. Your toilet's clogged up. Let me unclog that. Oh, your toilet bowl is running constantly. I can fix that. See, that's value. 
because I'm a valuable person because I can do those things. Why? Because I went to, I learned from my father. You got to be a handyman. Men men are pre-designed. Men are known, men are providers on this earth. They are there to provide. That's what men are. They're providers. They're there to provide a service. Also needs. They are there to provide needs and service. That's what a value of a man is. Now, some women will say, I got, I got a college degree. I got this. I got that. What do I need a man for? See, it's not what you need a man for. You need a man for two things. Okay, you live in your house that you bought. Congratulations. I'm happy for you. Your house gets broken in two. Someone's, someone's thinking about breaking in your house. What are you going to do? Oh, you're an independent woman. So you don't need a man. So that means you got to get up, go down them stairs, or get up, put your house slippers on, or your whatever shoes you wear, or barefooted, whatever you think that you need, and you got to go and sit there and go check it out. When you have a value man, guess what? When you have a man in your life, or a woman, because it depends, because it's, you know, whatever you have, or a pronoun person in your life, you got to make that, then you have to go do it but if you have a person in your life whoever it is that person can go and sit and do those things for you so you don't have to do it so you go you get up in the morning you don't have a man you forgot you forgot to put an oil you forgot to get an oil change so you haven't had an oil change in a long time because you forgot because you're an independent woman ah then now you go drive your car your car shuts off can't understand why so you call a tow they tell you when's the last time you had an oil change uh, I don't know so your engine locks on you now you got to spend thousands of dollars that you were saving up just to get your car fixed now see if you had a man in your life or a person in your life because I go both you would have that person would be like hey hey when's the last time you got uh hey you got an oil change give me your keys I'm gonna get an oil change or you have a person in your life that person will remind you, hey, how's your gas tank? Uh, yeah, let me go get some gas for you so you can get to work. Because he sees the good in you. See, when you have a man, when you have a good man in your life, not a boy, a man. See, some women, a lot of women say, ah, I, I want a I good man. But yet still, they get these bad boys. Because they, they, they get bored. They get bored with these bad, they get bored with these good men. See, all these good men out here can't seem to get a good woman because, because all these, all these terrible women come along and destroy these men. When I say destroy them, I mean literally break them down, take out their emotions and their frustration because they try to say, this is true. I had to, I saw, I heard this. From the horse's mouth, all men are the same. Then when they get, when they end up having, getting pregnant, out of wedlock, and have a child, they won't let the baby daddy, or the father, as you call it, whichever way you want to say it, see the child. So they use the child as a pawn. Your daddy's no good. He's a, he's a good, he's a no good mofo. And then kept saying that to the kid. So the kid's mind is, my father's no good. So she raised him to be this simp. 
And so now, when he gets out in the world, he can't fix nothing. He can't do nothing. All he can do is be, all he can do is depend on his mama. All you got left is your mama. Let me show you a good example. Good example of what I mean by simp. Simping. The movie, The Water Boy, with Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler played um, Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher, I think there. Yeah. And his mother would said said all kinds of things about his father. Saying he was off in the war, he died or whatever, and, and he's no good. You're the only person you can depend on is your mama. Wrong. A man, a boy, needs a man. Why? It may not be, it may not be nothing but just the knowledge. See, knowledge is worth more. Here's, here's a good example. One-tenth of one percent of all super wealthy people say this. It's not about, the, it's not about, don't ask for a handout or ask for a hand up. I knew a rich guy said, you want to know how to be rich? Don't ask me to give you some money. Ask me to teach you how to make that money so that you can make the money yourself. Because your self-worth is your value. That's what I'm talking about. Value of your self-worth. That's what I'm talking about. Your value is your self-worth. You need to have worth within you. Be that red pill. You need to start doing it. Um, Top G, Andrew Tate, said it best. He said, women are like underwear. I change them every day. Why? Because he said, hadn't found the right one. Let me show you, let me show you another. He said this one thing. He said, he said something that, and it's true. Muslim men, he said he knew, he knew, he knew one of his friends. He said, he had, he, they had five brothers. All five brothers literally were married, had a wife, all had wives. All the wives lived in the house. All the wives kept the house clean. The men went out and provided. Provided. They went out and provided. Came home. Paid for everything. Women, yeah, women were the value. The women were the value to those guys. And the women respected their husbands. They didn't sit there and like, I'm going out. You stay home with the kids. No. They stayed home. Kept the house clean. That man walked in the door. There was dinner on the table. It wasn't like, I'm tired from work. Why do I got to cook? That's not right. And that's not why. So if you got a woman like that, and they say, well, you need to put her in check. No, you don't do, don't ever do that. Don't ever sit there and try to put a woman in check when you got a woman like that. That every time she comes in, what you need to do is, you need to put yourself in priorities. Think about it and go, hmm, do I really want to be in this toxic relationship the answer is no you don't so you need to sit there and just let it go slowly realize because I'm gonna tell you right now if you don't realize it it'll be too late because she will leave you for someone else true story and I mean that sincerely true story think about that Value is what you have. And your value is your worth. You need to keep that. Remind yourself why you are here because you're high value. You are the one that's worth the most. Because you're the prize. 
Let me tell you something. If you are a guy who cannot fix anything, here's what you do. Go get on YouTube. Learn how to fix it. Learn how to fix something. Anything. Fix anything. The reason I say that is because when you know how to fix something, a woman sees that's value. She says, I see that. That's worth. You're worth something. To me, you're worth something. That's what that means. You're worth something. If I need something fixed, you'll fix it. If something wrong with my car, you can actually look. Because here's an example. I, I, I remember I did this one time. I was pulling into a gas station. And, and I literally stayed doing things. You know. And I literally was, was standing there. And I was standing there, and I saw this woman. She had no value. She had no worth. She had no worth. She had no value. She was with her girlfriends, all looking good. She had all her hair done, body looking all banging. Didn't know why her car wouldn't start. She pulled up to get gas and couldn't understand why her car couldn't start. Her girlfriend's standing around, what's wrong? She says, my car's not running. I don't know why. She goes inside and she goes, excuse me, uh, can someone check my car? And everybody in there looking at her like, uh, check what? My car, it's not working. Where's your man at? Oh, I knew she went like this. I don't need a man. Well, you need one now. And she got mad, sat out there, stood there. She had to call her dad. She had to call, ooh, car going by, nice truck. She had to call her dad. Her dad was like, uh, baby girl, what's going on? I'm hearing her. Is there any, is there any gentleman out there that's willing to help you? She go, uh, no. Why not? Well, because daddy, I don't really need a man. Well, you need one now. I'm at work and I can't leave my job. Sorry. You're grown. I did my job. You're grown. Call your mom. She said, what? Call your mom. But daddy, call your mom. Since you want to be this independent, call your mother. She called her mom. Her mom was at work. Her mom said the same thing. So, call your best friend. Oh, they're with me. Oh, you don't have no male friends? Oh, no. Oh, well, I'm sorry, baby. I'm terribly sorry. I apologize, baby girl. Nothing I can do. Moral of that story is, she should have just, even a gay, some gay men are good at mechanically. She had no gay best friend either. It was all her girlfriends. And they were just standing there. Luckily, this cop pulled up. He gets out. He walks over. And he asked her, what's wrong? She said, well, my car doesn't, it's not running. Do you know why? No, I don't know why. Uh, got gas? Well, I'm here to get gas. Okay. Well, put gas in. So, so I got gas in it, and it's still not running. No lights or nothing. I don't know what's wrong with my car. I just don't know. I really don't know. So that guy goes, the cop goes, lift your hood. You know the last lift your hood? She goes, I don't know where that's at. What do you mean? You don't know where that's at. Well, I don't know. Why don't you know? Uh, uh, uh. He goes, he gets in her car, he pops the trunk. 
he looks inside, he pops a latch, he looks under there. Her battery was dead. Yeah, her battery was dead, so he had to get in her junk. He jumped her and he told her, listen carefully. You're the reason why men are the way they are. She said, what do you mean? Listen, I'm a cop. Let me talk. And she started saying, shut, look, shut up. I'm talking. You listen. You need to get a male best friend that's easy to be, that can fix things. So say something happens, you can call him and he can come over there and fix your car. We can help you. That's what you need. That's the value you need. Okay? She was like, oh, oh, okay. That's what I mean. You need that kind of man. Just a friend, a male friend. One. One. Two, maybe, whatever. That'll help you out. You can go now. I'm looking over there going. And he looked at me and he just, we had that come we had that look and we just said, her mistakes. Could should I walk over and help her? The damsel in distress? The answer is no. I don't do that. So, that's enough with this right here of this episode. I'm gonna be doing a little more of the red pill stuff. This is starting off with Red Pill University. I'm your professor. I'm your professor. I'm your professor and a mutualist, Dr. J.R. Bell. And I want to tell you right now, red pill on. <laughs>